listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. The time is 8.32 on this beautiful Thursday here in late June. Mark, it's hard to believe that um, a week from yesterday is July 1. June just flew. June flew. And it's, you know, it's, it feels sometimes like we're grinding with all that's going on, but these weeks are flying and it's already next Wednesday's July. So the July 4th holiday is next, not this weekend, next weekend. And we're creating new traditions yeah. because we can't celebrate things the way we did. Yeah. Like Father's Day yeah. was a different Father's Day. It's a, there's so much has changed, but we have a tremendous second half hour program lined up. Our favorite playwright and comedian, Vicki Quaddy, co-creator of Late Night Catechism and head of Nuns for Fun Entertainment, joins us with the news of a special summer online performance that's available now. The show is called Christmas Bingo Summer Edition. A portion of every ticket sold will go to the Daughters of St. Paul, whose religious bookstore on Michigan Avenue was heavily damaged by looters following the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis a couple of weeks ago. Also joining us for this program will be Sister Tracy Dugas, Director of Pauline Missions Advancement for the Daughters of St. Paul, so, Vicki and Sister Tracy, welcome to the program this morning. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? Of course, <laughs> you know, I'm like everyone else, just getting through the pandemic. So. Yeah. You know, isn't it funny, <laughs> Vicki, you say that when you ask in the old days, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I sometimes now say, okay. Yeah. Okay is the new fine because we're all struggling. We're all under stress with this. We're taking it one day at a time. You know, we're praying for those who have with COVID-19, those who have lost their lives, for loved ones who grieve the loss of a loved one. And these are tough days, and the pandemic is not over. Right. That's right. the thing. People think, okay, the doors have opened a bit. Things are getting better. You know, we're dealing, it's like tackling fog with this whole COVID-19, with this virus. It is mean, and it's secretive, and it takes no prisoners. Right, exactly. It doesn't care how old you are, and it yeah. doesn't care where you live, and it doesn't care... Um, you know, whether you believe in it or not. Yeah. And I certainly think people need to take it seriously. Yeah, and it, uh, now in the work that you do, Vicki, I'm sure has been greatly impacted because the theaters have been closed. Yes, sure. My last performance um, was the weekend of March 15, 16, 17. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did um, my show Easter Bunny Bingo. And it was going to be for six or seven weeks during mm -hmm. the whole uh, Easter you know, season. season. Yeah, or and, Lent, yeah. Lent and instead, we were lucky enough to do one weekend, wow. and that was it. We, you know, we had to close along with everyone else. Now, Vicki, I noticed Steppenwolf is looking at December for a production. Yes. That they're, what are you hearing in the theater community in terms of things opening up? 
You know, it really depends on the individual theaters because the guidelines are now that came out say um, it's you can you're allowed 25 percent of your capacity mm-hmm. up to 50 seats. Mm-hmm. My capacity is 110 seats, which means I can have roughly 25 people in my space. Is that at, Royal George? At the Royal George. Yeah. yeah. So can you even pull it off at 25 people? It's going to be tough. It would be very tough. And that's tough. your capacity of 25. Well, that the is the cathedral right now, what's interesting is that our cathedral is about 1,200 for capacity. If we do every six feet, every other pew, our capacity, capacity, capacity would be 275. Yeah. But can yeah. you do it like church where you have some folks in the audience, and then live stream it to different places, you know, where they sure. make reservations. So it might be a new way of of doing theater. We're do, yeah. thinking of a new way of doing church. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. You know, we have to be creative because you want to get the message out. Yeah, You want people to, to hear what you have to say, and in my case, we want them to enjoy laughing. Not that they don't laugh in church. But, <laughs> but I'll, tell you, as, I'll tell you something, Vicki. You've heard Greg's <laughs> jokes, huh? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you something. I've known Greg a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Father Vicky. Greg. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, Vicki, if anything, we need to laugh more than ever. Uh, and gi- humor is a gift from God. And you know, so we need to laugh at this time. And so now do we have with us on the phone here Sister Tracy Dugas with us? Yes, I'm here. Oh, Hello, good. Sister. I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> oh, you're not interrupting. How are you, sister? Doing well, thank you. Good morning. Thanks for having us on. Now is Vicky a daughter of Saint Paul now? Um, well, probably in a formation process, I would say. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> I like that. Uh-huh. Now, maybe for a moment, uh, either Sister Tracy or Vicky, take it back, back up here a little bit. Um, Sister Tracy, what happened to your store on Michigan Avenue about three, four weeks ago? Yeah, it was the evening of uh, May the 30th that um, we got a phone call from some neighbors uh, who live downtown here on Michigan and just gave us a heads up that there was um, what started out as, as peaceful demonstrations actually were becoming violent and that there were fires being started in buildings. And, you know, we're um, here on Michigan as a mission, and so our residence, our convent is above the store. Oh, wow. So, of course, that was extremely concerning to us, and we just stayed vigilant throughout the night, and um, and they did uh, break open into our store. They, they broke through the front glass and entered the Book and Media Center, um, and took, uh, they actually took the, the, the money, which is, you know, if anything, go ahead. Um, we were hoping they took a few books in case <laughs> they wanted to read them. Uh, they would actually experience some, maybe some grace of God. We're not sure if they did. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we were um, not exactly uh, prepared for, for that type of thing. We were, like everyone else, ready to at least open, reopen our doors in the first week of June, hoping to do so. But that got delayed. But now we are open thanks to um, the fact that we were able to, to get things um, repaired and to restore some of the damage. Um, so we're very, very Now, Sister Tracy, how that. bad was the damage? Of course, they broke the glass. They mm-hmm. broke into the register. Did they take the books and just fling them off the shelves? No, no. And actually, when we um, reviewed the, the security footage, um, 
it's the fascinating thing to see something something like they had a full momentum coming in there, and yet when they entered past the threshold into the front of the book center, something stopped them. Wow. Like they just stopped, hmm. and I don't know. Um, we just we know we were praying, and um, and it's between them and God. But uh, but but no, they did not like ransack the place. They they didn't topple statues. They didn't. No, no. So oh, I that's, think that's, from what we could good. see, because obviously we could see what was happening on With your the video. Um, but but what? No, live because we were in the building and mm-hmm. we were looking out of the windows, and um, and it was you know it was it was sad and disturbing that there was a, a destructive um, force, I would say, that was motivating them, and and it was it it really did not have the same message that was getting across with the demonstrations. It, mm-hmm. was, it was something completely different. You know, I'm and, all for peaceful protest in a time this is needed, but once you cross a threshold and become, you know, uh, looting, fires, that crosses a boundary, and that, that is not productive to the whole situation. No. It just isn't, no, but, but thank God nobody, the sisters were not hurt, and yes. you know, nobody was hurt there. So Now, Vicki, in light of what Sister Tracy just said, now, you've decided to do what? Well, when I heard that the store was looted, I was really upset. I thought, who breaks into a religious goods store mm-hmm. and does that kind of damage? Exactly. And I understand from Sister Tracy uh, that um, um, the, the chapel was a concern, that, um, uh, and then items were removed from the chapel for safekeeping. Um, oh, and just that that whole idea of someone breaking in and stealing the registers and frightening the nuns who are living upstairs, uh, it to me it must it sounded like just a horrific um, an incident, and it could have gotten so much worse, considering there was a fire uh, and a building had been set uh, on fire very close to there. Um, so I decided that I wanted to do something to help. Um, and what happened is my videographer, happened to contact me and say, you know, I was going through my files, and I have a really good um, videotape of um, Christmas bingo from 2018. Maybe you could do like a Christmas in July thing, you know, to, to uh, you know, keep your, the, the names of the shows alive um, and, and stream those. And I thought I could do something better than that. I could use that to help the Daughters of St. Paul. Uh, and uh, to give them a little money to, to hopefully, um, you know, maybe get some more uh, products in the store or, you know, improve the, uh, you know, the display cases or whatever, you know, whatever was damaged. Um, and, uh, and so I contacted Sister Tracy and, and uh, said I'd like to do this. And then with her blessing, I went ahead and, and uh, I put it on Vimeo, and then I put the event on um, Eventbrite, and then uh, so people can buy their tickets on Eventbrite. They get sent the link from Vimeo, and then once um, uh, all of that gets um, um, is finished, they um, I'll be able to provide that those funds um, to the daughters of St. Paul. Now, is that open ended, or is there a date on this? Well, I, I initially said it was to July thirty first. Mm-hmm. So that it would be, um, it would sort of be like a Christmas in July event, um, and then my idea is now I'm going through more 
videos to see what else I can post. You know, it's a, it's a great idea. Going back to Greg's thing about people needing to laugh at this time, you could create a whole opportunity for parishes to have this uh, material available and and to do some good fundraising, either for the parish or for the nuns or for whatever, you know, maybe a special ministry that they're involved in. And you could add that whole dimension of the work that you've done at a now at a difficult time to add that laughter, that good spirit. You know, I rambled a little bit, but we're going to be taking a little break. Okay. Um, so but I, all, I think, all I, think what you're, I think, pardon me? All in typical day for you. I know. <laughs> Greg was sleeping right now. Just, anyway. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> WNDZ 750 AM, Chicago, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. We'll be back in a few. Please stay tuned. nation in our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today. How do you transform an important annual fundraising event during a pandemic? The Lake County Women's Board of Catholic Charities has just the answer. Experience the art of caring, an online opportunity to support our neighbors in Lake County who have been affected in the most significant ways by COVID-19. For 31 years, the Lake County Women's Board has raised funds through the art of caring to benefit Catholic Charities programs and services that enrich the lives of seniors, veterans, families, and individuals in Lake County. Now, and through June 30th, you can join in these efforts to ensure that this life-affirming work continues. All donations are most gratefully accepted. Go to catholiccharities.net slash artofcaring to learn more, or call 847-782-4119. Catholic Charities 2020 Art of Caring, an innovative, memorable way to help others keep hope for a brighter future.
We're back. WNDZ 750 AM on your dial, Catholic Chicago. 312-255-8408. Sister Tracy, I had a question. As you you and the other nuns kind of came back into the store and realized you had to do some... um, some healing probably on your own in terms of the vandalism. You were praying for those folks. Um, where did that come from? I mean, I, I, I probably wouldn't be as gracious about the whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that definitely, um, you know, as you all mentioned when we were talking earlier, like your mind is going. You're, you're, you, you've seen, like I saw images. Uh, obviously right outside our window, and mm-hmm. then I was seeing things on social media, which was even worse. And so you're right. You don't know what the the limit is, and it seemed like that night there was no limit. So mm-hmm. we didn't know what was going to happen. And um, and I would I definitely felt like um, I, I could feel the tension and the anxiety just rising and rising mm-hmm. and rising. And at a certain point within my heart, I felt um, just a calm voice say to me, you know, you don't have to give in to these feelings of fear. Mm. You have a choice of where you put your thoughts and your energy. And at that moment, I felt like God gave me an image of a magnet. He's like, be a magnet for good. Call on the good and pray for these misdirected, misguided people who are using violence to try to achieve something, but unfortunately, destruction is the only end of it. So I don't want those souls to be destroyed in the midst of it. So that's what I started to do, and um, just intercede for them and pray, and I felt myself actually physically calm down. Wow. Um, But, you know, the thoughts come back, and you have to deal with it later, so... Um, it's trying to just, uh, you know, and also praying for folks that are that deal with trauma on a daily basis and, and in some ways um, moment-by-moment basis. And it's, it's easy to, to not think of them and not realize that there are people out there that need much deeper healing and help um, sometimes than we do. You know, here's something very interesting. That is uh, when whole COVID-19 started back in March with the stay-at-home, about a month into it, so we probably close to uh, Easter, um, I read a great article that said, as we're going through this, you know, beside praying to God and trusting, he called it radical self-acceptance. When you're under a lot of stress and things have been so changed and our lives have been turned upside down, now is no time to be hard on yourself, to be judgmental, be nice to you, called it radical self-acceptance to be kind. And also talking about the, with the protest uh, near the cathedral, which we also experienced uh, by the grace of God, the cathedral was 99% left alone, just tiny, tiny damage, but really nothing. But about two blocks away, uh, a gentleman and his, his family live above in their building, uh, a store below. And they blew out the windows and vandalized the inside of it. The next morning, early, he's in there cleaning up. His name is Bob. Cleaning up the building with his renters helping out. Six or seven protesters from the night before came and helped him clean the building because he, because these people said, 
we were not part of the violence, so we're very sorry. He was so touched that some of the protesters helped clean up the damage inside the building. And he said, I'll always remember that. Mm -hmm. The the, the kindness of him to come back the next morning, to spend about four hours on Sunday morning cleaning the destruction. And Sister Tracy said, you you do make a choice. Yes, exactly. There is a choice every day. Uh, Probably separate from the pandemic that is life itself in terms of mm-hmm. making choice, right. but the pandemic kind of puts a lens on it. Yes, and it, uh, now as you move forward, Vicki, with this whole situation with uh, Sister Tracy, that is this, is you're doing this, as you said, through July 31st. Well, I'll do it uh, right now through July 31st. We can always extend it to the rest of the summer, mm-hmm. um, which would be great. Um, and I posted on my on my. Um, my website, which is, excuse me, it's nunsforfun, N-U-N-S, the number four, fun, hmm. dot com. Nunsforfun.com. and the four is the number, uh, four. The number four. And it's all dot, one word. Dot com. Nunsforfun.com. So I posted a link to the Eventbrite so people could watch the Christmas bingo performance. And I also posted um, a link if they wanted more information about the Daughters of St. Paul and also a link if they just wanted to donate directly. Because um, I've had a number of people contact me to say, how can I just send a donation directly to the nuns? And so that link is on my website. Yeah, it's a wonderful, wonderful vehicle. Now, how, I have a question. So you've been an actress how long, Vicki? Oh, I've been working in theater for over 25 years. So how do you get that actress-actor fix? <laughs> 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 do you well, do you, do you pass a mirror and do do a little something? <laughs> well, it all starts with the writing, you know. So mm-hmm. the Nuns for Fun is my my, my production company, okay. And um, we produce um, religious comedies that I've written, and including late night catechism, Bible bingo, all my my whole bingo series. I have shows called Put the Nuns in Charge, and I mean it's just I've got about a dozen different shows that I present. And, um, and, this and whole, yeah. it's all started what year, Vicki? It all started in 1993. We just hit our 27th year. Congratulations. Wow. You know, 27 and, years. And my wife and I have been, uh, and you get it. I mean, in terms of, <laughs> I, I think in terms, well, for instance, we were at a show at Oakton Community College. and mm-hmm. With Vicki? I don't think it was you, Vicki, but one of, one of, from your order. Mm-hmm. And, um. She asked a question, and I was sitting with a Jewish couple who are friends of ours, and I knew the answer. I raised my hand, and I'm ready to answer. And she says, Mr. Teresi, take your hands out of your pocket before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, it all came back to me. Right. It yeah. all came back to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, the thing is, what you've done for years, Vicki, is you've tapped into the our experience. We're able to kind of look back and laugh at ourselves and not take everything too seriously. But you do it in a very sacred way, in a very playful way. Right. And to be able to kind of, and again, the gift of humor. And and the other thing, for me, experiencing it in that forum, it it reminded me of how wonderful the nuns were. I Mm -hmm. I grew up at St. Clement's, the uh, Sisters of St. Francis. How wonderful they were. They got it. They cared for us. They were strict. But they were strict for our own good, 
in many instances, and they just cared about I us. had the same thing at Mary City of Wisdom in Park Ridge with the Sisters of Mercy. They were wonderful. Mm-hmm. They, were, they cared for us. They really loved us. And uh, they were strict in the best sense, but they were also very compassionate, kind. Um, I've, I have great memories of my sisters growing up at uh, you know, Mary Seat of Wisdom. But you knew you were in for it. If, if Mr. <laughs> Teresi, you knew oh, if Mr. they Sackworth, used the Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sackworth was not, was not a good moment. <laughs> uh-huh. Greg was I mean, fine. Um, you know, St. Clement's is my, is my, my parish. Is uh, it really? Yeah, um, I have three kids and they all went to St. Clement's. Oh, what a wonderful. Oh, wow. What, my, you know, this is how old I am, but in high school we started the folk group down in the lower church. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... And all of us, all of us were baptized there. I mean, it's a wonderful. It's still a vibrant. Are you talking about hootenanny masses? I don't know. If, <laughs> oh, that's what you would call the, the hootenanny. Yes. You're just to flip gears for a second, <laughs> Sister Tracy, you've been in religious life for how many years? I entered the convent in 1991. I was 19, so it's uh, it's getting up there. Tw- almost 25 years professed. So, yeah, it's good. And you grew up. Are you from Chicago? No, I grew up in South Louisiana. I was a public school student, and um, it wasn't until my latter year of high school that I started to consider it, only because I saw a nun depicted in a movie. Wow. Really? What movie Ooh. was? Do you, yeah. the, do, you name, do you remember the name of the movie? That Elvis it was, movie? It was an odd, strange, bizarre movie. Planet of the Apes. And it was so weird. And I remember thinking... Well, I don't get all that whole thing about the story, but I sure like the nun. Wow. Now, that yeah. is interesting. How did you find the daughters of St. Paul? Well, I was kind of dropped off. Um, I was invited. <laughs> off. I know. I was invited by a, a young woman who saw me talking to, I call her like a, a, a pre-nun. She was thinking of entering a convent. And this was after the time that I had seen the nun in a movie and I was like, I need to find out about this whole thing because, again, public school. And then when I did, I real this girl says to me, "I'm going to visit nuns. Come with us." And so we went. And the first stop was at a book and media store. And I thought, well, I guess this is before we get to the monastery. But sure enough, it was the Daughters of St. Paul. Oh, isn't that something? I am. Vicky, there's yeah. a script there. There's, there's a, a script. There. <laughs> I mean, talk I'm about. I'm <laughs> about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. fascinating. What was the name? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's that's a fascinating story. And then, how many years have you been down here in Chicago? So I arrived this last stint um, in September of, of 2019. Mm-hmm. But actually, Chicago was my first mission after I made um, professed first vows in '96. So I was here. From 1996 to about 1999. Now, the bookstore there on Michigan Avenue, the exact address is about 400? No, it's actually 172 North Michigan. 172 North Michigan. Right, between Lake and Randall. It's been there for how many years? You know, I was trying to calculate what that that age is, and I'm not quite sure. I know it's about 50. About 50. Regulations, we're running out of time here. I want to thank in a very special way Vicki Quaddy, co-creator of Late Night Catechism and head of Nuns for Fun Entertainment, and Sister Tracy Dugas, director of Pauline Mission Advancement for the Daughters of St. Paul. Vicki and Sister Tracy, thank you for joining us. You've been a wonderful gift. You'll be back on. Our prayers are with you. To Mark Teresi, co-host, great job, Mark. Always thank great you. To be what with a you. joy to be with everybody oh, today. Oh, yeah. Great job of our producer, Jim Dish, and great work of our engineer, Michael May. To all, may God bless you. Stay safe. Pray one day at a time. God is with us. Great weekend. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. 
You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.